Is there anyone out there? Can you hear me? In this space and time, two men embark on an elevated quest through cinema to bring you the most compelling movie reviews in existence. Your host Joe Darian travels through content with ludicrous speed, dodging spoilers, evading reviews, and seeking the unknown, possibly under the influence. Be prepared for foul language, strong opinions, loud outbursts, and occasional burping. Just know this is a safe journey, and this is all in good fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Uh, this is uh, a few deep spin-off. <laughs> I always say some random shit. Uh, but I am Joe. And I'm Darian. And we are at, at the, the movies. movies. Uh, this is a little, you know, the little spin-off of Off the Few Deep, so you can find the podcast in a few deep SoundCloud or um, uh, your Apple or any actually any platform really except for Spotify. Spotify is different, so anywhere else you listen to you know uh, podcast you could probably find us um, i'm gonna label them too i forgot to label them so i've been just labeling as the movies the movie titles right, right so i have right. to put the little thing in front of it caused a little confusion with some people yeah but so i was like okay i'll uh, if you're sharp you should be able to pick it up otherwise yeah <laughs> if you know your way around the fucking internet you should be able to be golden but okay so yeah uh welcome to the show we are doing two movies today that's correct and what movies are we doing? Uh, we're doing uh, Wade in the Water. Um, and we're also doing uh, Coherence. That's correct. correct. Cool. Both, uh, I thought, were both really good movies. Uh, enjoyed both of them. Both of them are definitely uh, lower budget, uh, I would say, independent movies. Very um, indie films. I, uh, I knew no one in either of the films. I knew one person in... Coherence. Coherence barely. looked like a like a the lot one of guy, looks so familiar. The one but... guy with the glasses is the only character I like knew, and I forget where he's from. I, you know, it'd have to be a little bit more of a yeah research that I did not do to get his name. Um, but we'll. Uh, what do you want to do first? You want to do Wade in the Water? Yeah, let's do Wade in the Water first. All right. Uh, you want me to do a little synopsis? The user. Yeah, let's roll through some of the synopsis as we we'll chat about it as we go through it. Okay. And, um. um yeah, we'll, we'll... So the breakdown of Wade in the Water is uh, we have a, the star of the film who is a... Uh, he's like a um, debt collection slash... Um, he works for, like, the hospital industry trying to get people... Get their payment and stuff. And, like, if, like, your address is wrong on something or... Yeah, he's got to, like, call you up. He's got to call you and make sure the information's correct so that they can collect money. Yeah. Um, basically, he's, he sits... He lives alone in an apartment. Uh, windows got, like, sheets. It's pretty depressing apartment. It's got... Yeah, he just cold the, calls people all day. The bare minimum. He gets, like, pizza, fast food. He's a big guy. Extreme... I mean, this guy's extremely overweight. Yeah. He's a, he's an overweight character. Yeah. Uh, he sits at home alone. Like you said, sheets on the window. No, no like, f- real food in the fridge. You know, that kind of dude. He has his uh, his bottle of lotion tucked under his right couch cushion that he uh, That's right. uses to... Uh, <laughs> well, we all know what he uses that for. Yeah. Um, but so the premise of Wade in the Water is this gentleman who we were talking about who lives at home, uh, receives a package. He has a, uh, PO box at the local post office. Mm -hmm. Um, and he doesn't really look at it. 
and he like goes home and he's like doing stuff and he gets bored uh goes through his mail and then he sees this package um i think he notices that it is not for him yeah he looks at it and it's like the name on it's somebody else right? yeah it, it's it's the it's the p.o box it's off by the 10th digit or the the tens digit yeah uh so it's 73 instead of 83 or something like that right and he opens the package and it has a cd-rom in it yeah and he puts it into his computer and he's looking at it and it says like home home videos um nudes poolside there's like three categories so he starts to like yeah you know, like, he starts to download it, I think, immediately onto his computer. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I yeah. think he does. And then he opens it up, and in the beginning, there's a woman, and then it goes into, like, young boys. And yeah. he gets very upset about this. He immediately, he like, stops it. and like Immediately stops it, snaps the CD. Yeah, breaks it in half. So the movie is basically about this gentleman who goes out and takes it upon himself to find out who... Who the person who owns this P.O. box next to him that... That was supposed to receive this package. Exactly. The intended receiver. Um, and he goes out and does something quite drastic. Yeah. Um, and then he has to... And then it's about him dealing with the repercussions after that. Yes. So, um, I mean, we could tell you, he, he ends up killing the person. Uh, who happens to be a reverend, who is a husband and a father. And where the mo- the main subject of the movie takes place with the daughter of this reverend, who is a pedophile, and yeah. our lazy, um, at-home, snoopy detective, basically. And she knows that he she he killed her father, and she's trying to figure out why. And, they, and it's like... Their interaction and how like they both like go through healing. Um, yeah, the- this this movie sort of takes you on a journey to the discovery of this person, uh, the the guy who the the package was intended to have, uh, to get him, and then after killing this person, and sort of like. I don't even know that he like thought he was going to get away with it or like he intended. It was he, just like the, it was it was he, very like he prepares himself and he looks up on like YouTube videos on like how to do it and he gets like he he orders he gets a ski mask, he has like something to cover his beard. Yeah. so that there's no facial hair or skin follicles falling off. So he's completely covered um, and he does get away with it. Yes. But, he doesn't see any reports of it really in the papers, so he keeps going by, and that's where he and the um, victim's daughter kind of establish their relationship, and it goes from there. Yeah. Uh, I want to say I thought the script was great. Yeah. There, I, some unbelievable moments. Obviously, you can have that in every movie. Otherwise, it probably wouldn't be a movie. I mean... Um, yeah, but, I agree. Uh, some moments were not as believable as some other things right but there are some weird interactions too with like like i mean we were talking about before for a hot minute of like the, the fast food guy yeah the fat and the main actor his name is uh tom e nicholson um or nicholson we didn't find him very uh believable as a character like his his acting was not he 
And, and, you know, I mean, as of being a chubby person, I can say this. uh, He is very overweight. And uh, I think in some manners, like him always being out of breath and sweating. And he was always sweating and always out of breath. Was it in Texas? Does it take place in Texas? I forget. Uh, no, it's in California. Was it in California? Yeah, it's in okay. California. Yeah, because yeah. they're at the beach and stuff. It talks. About oh, that's California. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his acting, there was a couple of things. It wasn't just his acting. His acting actually wasn't bad, but I thought that the editing of some of the scenes where they had too long of a pause before there was dialogue, or. Um, there was just long pauses in between the conversation with them. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I mean, there also could have been a better camera. I think the, the camera itself, like, it seemed like it was shot on, I don't know, this, like, your everyday camera, if not, like, an iPhone. It may have been shot on an iPhone. Who knows? I mean, you could, it could have been. Is this the reason we're bringing up the quality? It's like, exactly. quality is not that great. The shots were okay, like... Nothing, nothing. Cinematography really standed out on this film. It was very story driven. Yes, very story driven. A um, lot of uh, a lot of interaction was with this fast food burger guy, which was I thought again. There's well, I think that was to play off. So he at one point in the beginning of the movie, they kind of and they like kept going back to it, but you don't really. They never go far enough into it, but he has some sort of court-ordered thing where he has to see, like, an anger management person. Yes. So he has anger management problems, and he says, oh, if I don't get this done, if I don't get the um, allotted number of uh, appointments, whatever that's called when you see a, a sessions. sessions. Right, sessions right. If you don't get the he'll, he'll go to jail or something like that. So he's kind of right. I thought the savior of it, though, was the daughter the daughter was a great character, and she was the savior of the movie. I think it. Uh, she really tied into the story, and it made this film worth the watch. Is what I thought. Yes, you know, and um, yeah, I thought I thought as being a, you know, there's some shit that didn't really belong in the movie. Like we said, like the fast food stuff. There was a lot of interactions that took away from the movie. Like, but. The thing I think about it, what you wanted to learn is that this character had a lot of trouble yeah. growing up and ha- having problems. And you could tell he's overweight, like overweight, overweight, like right. not just overweight, but overweight. Uh, you could tell he's got a lot of problems. And this is a very touchy subject and hindering on his character. Yeah. And has no friends. Got no friends. You could tell by the way he lives that he's in, in the way he goes to anger management that there's just something off about this guy that's just not good and and he seems like he wants to be a good person like he He, seems like he could be he he is a good person yeah he's not a bad person he's a good person he has anger issues he's just Mm short-tempered um but he's not he's not a violent person he's not uh he doesn't like go out to try to rob anyone or hurt anyone he's not a pedophile yeah you know he's he's actually but he does take an extreme measure when he finds out about this and instead of going to the police he just takes it in his hands and kills the guy and then that and then the movie goes from there and the scene too is just like 
you know very i mean it's like a bumbling like i mean imagine if mr magoo was to go into someone's house and kill them well it was it was just like it's straightforward too it was yeah. like no bullshit it was just like fucking didn't ask questions and do shit it was just like boom pop, this, this shot him and then like stumbled outside and didn't know what to do afterwards and yeah he was like should i car. kill myself should i yeah. fucking do this should i do that and it's somebody really trying to cope with what he just did and that's where really the movie is more it's not about killing the person it's about more about coping and going on with the story and i thought that was when we said the daughter comes in as a a better uh savior of the movie kind of a thing and you know and 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 it it, you know their relation it, it preys on like guilt sorrow and both of them are kind of using the other person to deal with those two things. So that's where the the just of the movie, the, where the heart of the movie is. Yeah. And it was it was well done. The acting, as I said, not the best. The camera work and the camera actually used, not the best. Yeah, cinematography, the angles, um, music. Uh, I mean, nothing, mm. you know, there was nothing that was like... Like like stand outish about yeah. this film. Like it was like you know nothing that was like oh my god this is such a good. But I think the reason it was recommended to us was the fact that overall it was a very stand out indie film that was very well done. Right. Um, blockbuster, obviously, you know that kind of film. It's not. No, and, no, and, no. And that's not saying that it doesn't hold water with up. To with with some of these other big blockbusters or whatever, it's just a different film. Yeah, it you know, it's very story driven. Uh, the acting's not as great. There's no famous people that you know. The camera, like we said, needs work. Camera um, definitely needed some work. Yeah. Overall, I think it was a good movie, and I think that you know, if you're into watching indie movies and that you are looking for a good movie, um. This would be one, and it's very heartfelt. Uh, not next one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so overall, I think it was a pretty... I mean, I think it's worth a watch. Uh, if you have a problem with some kind of indie film or something that's like kind of like more low-budget, it's probably not going to be your jam. But the plot of itself is actually really good. I, I like the movie. I give it a 7. I did too. I think I'm going to give it a 7 as well. I thought it was a good yeah. movie. Good watch. Um, I enjoyed a lot of it too. You know, Not like, long. I not mean, long. It which gets, is it gets to the point. It's not like trying to drag. It's not trying to be like this epic thing where it like tugs at your emotions or anything. Um, I just thought it was well done except for some of the acting, editing, and the camera work. Yeah. Yeah, which seems like a lot, but it, honestly, it wasn't. no. It's it's one of those things. You obviously, if you're gonna like watch it and then have an opinion on it, it's like these are gonna be more stronger opinions. Like then, when you watch it, be like, mm, all right, it was it was pretty good. You know, I got you know, I, I'm not. We're not trying to rip it, but we we're reviewing it. And, you know, we're trying to we're trying to enlighten and uh, shed some light on flaws or maybe you know, uh, and and try to shed some light on some good things about it. Uh, I like I said I. Also gave it a seven, and I think it was worth the watch. Yeah. Um, any movies you want to recommend similar to that? Uh, okay, so for Wade in the Water, for me, my recommendation on this touchy subject is going to be Sleepers. Oh, 
Sleepers. The, 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 I like that one. Uh, the yeah. one, the one where they dropped the cart down the um, down the hot dog cart down the steps, and they had to go to the boys' institution. No, that's a great movie with uh, yeah, Kevin, with Bacon Kevin Bacon, and Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. There's some good characters. In yeah, there. yeah. Um, I'm gonna do a movie that's a little bit off the wall. I'm gonna do a movie that came out called The Fanatic, um, which is yeah. starring one John Travolta, <laughs> who plays. Um, I don't know what is actually wrong with the character, but he he finds out that he can find out where famous people live, and he becomes obsessive about it. Um, yeah. Also very indie, um, but worth your while to take a watch. Definitely best John Travolta. <laughs> Dude, best haircut he's ever had for damn sure. Like this, if, if this, you want to see a bull cut, this is uh this is John Travolta if he was Nick Cage. Exactly, <laughs> and if anyone knows me. I fucking love Nick Cage. Like, by the way, congratulations. He just got married to a 28-year-old, by the way. For the fifth time. Fifth marriage. His last marriage lasts four days, but I don't think he was... I think he was on drugs, and so they got it, like, annulled immediately. Yeah. Um, But rock on Nick Cage, man. Exactly. um, So the next movie we're going to do... Yeah, the... um, Is called uh, Synchronic. No, no, no. We're doing coherence on this one. Oh, coherence. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I was confused about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Synchron. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, n- so we're next doing- week, I think. Yeah, okay. Or something. Okay, so coherence, uh, which was another movie that was recommended. Uh, actually, Joe found this. Yeah, I randomly found this scrolling through sci-fi, and uh, I watched a lot of trailers too. I was like, "What am I in the mood for? What am I trying to check out?" This one, I think, came out in like 2014 or 2013? 2012, I think. Oh, it's an older movie. It's an older movie. I had never heard of this movie. Me neither. And uh, I just watched it out of the sheer whatever the fuck I thought. And I watched it last night. I love um, some sci-fi and some fantasy. And this really played on to, um, it, it has like the normal comet. It's a comet movie. Let's put it in that genre, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a sci-fi comet kind of. Maximum movie. Overdrive, um, The Dust. Night of, Night of the Comet. Night of the Comet. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Uh, yeah. The Blob sort of is that kind of-ish, yeah. I think, uh, so, the Comet. So this movie, just to give a synopsis of this one, because that's usually what I do. Yeah, is, absolutely. Uh, uh, it's Eight friends, very close friends who've been friends for a long time, are getting to, together for a dinner. Um, and so they're having the dinner, and you kind of notice something goes wrong when a woman's on her phone, and the screen of her phone just cracks while she's talking to it, or talking into it. And she's like, "Like my, I can't believe this. My screen just cracked. And they're like, oh, did you drop it? She's like, no. But I heard that because this comet is going by, that things like this may happen. And so, you know, everyone, like, makes fun of her. Well, lo and behold, things start to go a little bit more weird. The comet is, like, passing over. Nobody has internet. And they lose power. Everybody has power out except for one house. So two of the guys decide, hey, we're going to go over to this house. And we're going to check on their power and see if we can use their landline. Maybe they have a landline. Because one of the gentlemen there is like, hey, my brother is like this scientist. He says if anything weird happens during the comet night, just yeah. give him a call. And there, and there's – and the main actor who I thought that I knew, mm-hmm. I didn't know. And he, okay. he just reminds me of David Cross, I think. Are you talking about the tall guy? The um, This guy. Or the, the drunk – the oh, Mike. Sorry. Mike, the drunk guy. Okay. 
So yeah, he, he sort of, you know, he sort of has that David Cross. He, yeah, he he does kind of have that vibe. But he reminded me of somebody else, and I thought he was more famous. Kind of looks like a Johnny Knoxville kind of guy. Yeah, he's not in anything famous that you like anybody would really know him from. He's not a very popular actor. No, I I Jeremy. I th- he's kind of Jeremy Piven this. No, I mean Jeremy Piven's probably way more known than he is. No, no, way more known. But like he plays like the same kind of roles as Jeremy Piven would. He's like he's either like the jerk guy who like yeah. is kind of like you know nobody really likes. This guy is kind of like a recovering alcoholic that like you can tell he's got a drinking problem. He's abrasive. Yeah, and he <laughs> he is an actor in the in the film he plays an actor from a movie called or from a show called Roswell that was a real thing. Yeah. Um. So the, the gist of this movie is that the two first guys who go out, they come back, and something's happened. As people keep going out and coming back to this house for different reasons, yeah, they slowly figure out that they're in a weird moment due to this comet where parallel universes with the same exact people... Like where everything is happening exactly the same but different tangents. So every time you leave the house and you go through this one dark spot, you may not go back to your original house. house. So every house you encounter is the same house that you just left. I don't know about you. When you were watching it, my brain sort of just went like weird for a minute. And I was like, what am I watching? Like, I don't even like it was one of those cool like moments where like I thought I was on drugs. Right. Watching the movie. Right, and, and the acting is actually really good because yes, you don't really know who the main actor or actress is, and um, honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter, but there's like each person kind of has like this like one thing that is against them. So like one, there's a couple where like the their friend is dating one of the exes of the other partner. Yeah. Um, and then there's a guy who slept with one of the other guy's wives and right, he didn't like, know yeah, about like it. Kind of like, there's, there's like all these like underlying issues that kind of like pop out because it is like an end of the – it's not an end of the world scenario, but it's like things it, are it happening. It sort of has that. It's like a, yeah. it's a dinner party that, you know, but there's a comet that goes over and they're sort yeah. of discussing it at dinner. And so they don't figure it out for a while and they're trying to figure it out. So at some yeah. point – they're interacting and they don't know it with people from different parallel universes. Parallel universes, and like, and it's fucking wild. It's, it's wild. I wish this movie had a twenty-six million dollar budget. Oh my god, it, this movie would have been the greatest movie of all time. God, dude, this would have blown so many crap movies out of the water that have been yeah. spent millions and millions on. Yeah, but I mean, this I think this movie cost like. 50 th- I was very low budget it was like super low budget um I mean the, the, basically the setting is a house and like outside this house in LA yeah so it's not like it's uh yeah the, the, yeah, the budget was not uh you know you didn't break the bank on this thing and the actors like I said there's nobody famous in it nope not not a one person not somebody that I recognize at all I thought maybe one person but then I was like I don't I know this guy from somewhere but I think it's just a David Cross lookalike or something that's just throwing me <laughs> yes. off. Uh, but um, but there's so many good underlining like yeah, the budget was fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's so crazy. And it only drew in a hundred and two grand at the box office. But this movie, for an independent movie, 
I'm telling you, it's amazing. It's amazing. This this movie will make you think it's it's better than a lot of movies that have been like loopers and all that. Yeah, you know, I, it's way better. And I just didn't see it coming either, because like I said, it was a movie I just randomly uh, came across. And when you're into like parallel universes or like different, you know, outerly worlds, like wow, did this like not just I don't want to say blow my mind, but it was just like. Like I said, I I thought I was on drugs watching the movie. Like my brain like took a shit. I was like, "What is happening right now?" Yes, like, yes. I was like, "Jesus Christ!" I was like, "I don't even it, know." It kind of had like that weird feeling, and like the cube or yeah. Um, this these movies where like things are just not happening at the same time, and things are happening all at the same time at once, and it really does make you think. But I mean. The science seemed kind of like logical. Obviously, it was a cop out because it's because of a comet passing by. So yeah, which I mean, if that was the only uh, kind of criticism of like sort of like oh there was a comet, so that's the reason for this like weird. Pff, I'm okay with it. Like it was fine. Like we needed a reason for this thing to go on and, and right. You know that and, whatever. Like that. And in my opinion, like a lot of like. You know, in movies, it's really hard to create the why something happened, but it's really more important to concentrate on how things would actually unfold if a certain certain circumstance happened. And this movie does a great job with it. I mean, a great job. No, it was great. There were so many instances, too, where you had people wanting to go outside and these other people didn't want to go outside. Uh, I couldn't even tell you a true member that was in the original household that didn't go outside. Was it the girls? You know, Beth. Was it just it was, one? It was two. It was yeah. Was it two of I, them? There was two women who like never left the house. You know, but like nobody knows who is what, and yeah, they, and they figure things out at some point. But it, they're writing down. They're writing down. Uh, yeah, they're numbers like, and they're like different rolling colors. dice like randomly and writing what they rolled on the back yeah. of their pictures. So that they know that, like, if they see those pictures, they know what number they rolled. And it's great. It's th- that's what I thought was. There's so many amazing. Like, okay, we're in this house. Let's mark down in this color in pen in this color marker. And then, and then later yeah. on, she's like, oh, I marked it in like thirty, like three other different colors. Yeah, like, red like, or oh, green. they have the blue glow stick, so we'll write it in this. Yeah, and, and then yeah, he's like, how'd you guys get the red glow sticks? They're like. I don't know. I, I don't know. They, they just, were just there. They were just there. We stole them from this house. Yeah. No, we stole them from that house. Yeah, there was a note on the door. But we have the note. It's yeah, like, we have the note. And so, like, each time they would pass through the dark spot, they it was like it was like being a Russian roulette or a roulette, basically. Yeah. You would get thrown in the middle, and then you would get spit out into some parallel universe, and you don't know if it was the original one you were in. Yeah, and I thought... Man, this is such a good film. Yeah, it, I, I mean, I that was great. I mean, it's a short film. It's under two hours. This movie, if you like sci-fi, I would say is a must-see. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would see as well. I give this movie a solid seven and a half. Uh, I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Okay. Um, I thought it was, you know, if it wasn't for maybe the, the low budget, but. I even saw all the camera work was great. Like the oh, camera, camera work, work was great. Like they're like the director. Like if it was like I said, if it was a high budget blockbuster like film to be filmed, and the camera work quality was better, like man, this shit would have been fucking fire. I didn't like that they did waste like a couple like the first ten minutes. It was kind of a waste because yeah. there was like stuff that like never even got talked about again. 
Um, yeah, a couple of random random hiccups on the story, I would say, too. Yeah, And they're like, like, oh, that was probably laying in the background. But they're laying in the background for nothing, so it didn't yeah, really you, add to anything. You didn't really need any of that stuff. They just wanted to give you a... Uh, the heart of the movie could have been a little bit longer. That was, that was the one thing. I was like, mm, I kind of want more. Character development... No, it does. There, it develops cause, okay. Because one of the characters is the one who starts to notice things like immediately. Like, yeah. oh, someone asked a question, but they had asked that question earlier. Yeah. Um, and so you have to understand that like people are like from different universes are like getting swapped in and they don't know it. And they don't know, but they know the character. They know who you're, you know. They, they know everything about you. You're exactly the same. It's just at some point a different decision was made. Right. They're like, when did you, when did you do that? And you're like, yeah, yeah. Well, we just did that. They're yeah, like, we just did that. Wasn't, that wasn't talked about. You know, no, like, no, yeah, exactly. Which was, which was great. I it was great. You know, uh, yeah, I'd say, you know, the reason why I wouldn't get a 10 would be just because of the, you know, random, uh, you know, maybe a, a couple of little story marks and like uh, low quality, I guess. Right. Uh, not even no, like knowing about this film, like you're hearing about it. Like, I don't know how I would have heard about it if I didn't go on Doug's Plex and just start watching trailers and being like, okay, I'm going to watch this one. I want to watch that one. Okay, I'll, I'm going to watch this one next. Like, that, I was just going down the list, really, in alphabetical right. order. And I was like, this one looks and sounds pretty fucking rad. So I'm just going to watch it. I, I totally I totally agree. I thought it was it was great. Yeah. Um all right, you got a recommend recommendation for coherence? Yeah, for coherence it's it's more on like the comedy side. It's a movie that came out uh, also earlier. It's called It's a Disaster. Um and it's about a group of friends who have a Sunday brunch and uh one of the characters is the new boyfriend played by David Cross. Who's like coming nice. into this like group for the first time, um, and when they all get there for this brunch, there is it's in L.A. Also, there is a bomb that is detonated uh, in downtown L.A., and they are told that they cannot go outside because there's a poison gas, um, and so then they're all stuck in the house together. Yeah, and it's it's more of a comedy, but it also has some like twists in it. So. Mm. Check out It's a Disaster. I don't think many people have seen it. I don't think I've seen it either. So No, no not many. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to check it out. That sounds good. Um, I'm going to recommend probably something that a lot of people have seen. Maybe, give or take. Uh, I'm going I'm to recommend Vanilla Sky. Oh, nice. Only because it's in a realm of not knowing if you're living in reality or not reality. Well, that's because you live. Yeah. So, <laughs> just... uh, it's definitely my favorite Tom Cruise movie. And one of them, anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was a strong. That was a strong statement, there, buddy. It is because he's got a lot. He's got some good movies. I'm not a big fan of Tom Cruise anymore, but he's got some great movies. I'm not, but he's got some good movies, and this is a good movie. And Days of Thunder. And definitely where I fell in love with Penelope Cruz because she is great in her this movie. Her mouth is too big for her face. Ah, it is, but I love it. <laughs> she's, I think she's gorgeous. All right, man. Yeah. Well. Those are our two movies that we did this week. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, catch us on the uh, the B reel. Yeah, late. We'll yeah. see you later. Take care. Oh wait, if you want to look up. Oh yeah, if you want to, if you want to like look up or comment on anything we say, shoot us an email. And in fact, like we would really love you guys to shoot us an email, either at Joe and Darian go to the movies at Gmail or Joe and Darian at the movies at Gmail uh, at Gmail, and it's J O E and D A R I E N. Yeah. All right. Cool. Sounds good. Take care. Be safe. Late.